you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Welcome, everyone, to Hypnosis Everywhere today, and we have an exciting guest today, or at least he's exciting to me. Uh, and he will be. By the end of the show, you'll really enjoy this. So, Tom Nicoli, welcome. And what I'd like you to do, Tom, is just maybe tell the guests, I mean, the people around a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll squeeze that down to as much time as yeah, I Yeah, just a... Just a, a but thank you uh, for inviting me to be on your show. Um, it's always a pleasure whenever I get the opportunity to share what I can, um, as you feel the same, right? Yeah. So, me. Okay, real fast. Go watch Goodwill Hunting. Watch <laughs> that movie. You'll know exactly how I grew up. The same triple deckers in the Boston area, Boston Mass. Same knucklehead, same barroom, same crap box car. But always, like all of us who are honest and aware, we all know if we have a talent or a certain way about us that's not like the rest. And I've always been the kid on the edge, you know, smarter, uh, to have talent musically, you know, just something. I was always... I always knew I was destined for something. What that was, I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought it was the musical world, which I pretty much uh, did everything I said I was going to do in my 20s. Well, by the time I was in my 20s, but then I realized I wasn't to be a rock star in that way. <laughs> and then um, as your purpose does always show up when it's time, my purpose showed up. I wasn't really looking for hypnotherapy or personal development coaching. It was going to be entertainment again and do stage hypnosis because I was reading about hypnosis, learning about it, using it personally. And it was amazing, truly amazing. But uh, I read it was a guided imagery exercise. Yes. H word was avoided, right? Yeah. <laughs> but when I realized what it really was, I was like, okay, this is way cool. That stage hypnosis stuff looks fun. Let me go check that out. And then the gentleman talked to me about the side of helping people. And I thought, I'm in. Like, I'm in. And after 20-whatever years, I haven't looked back. So yeah. that was my purpose showing up. So in the beginning, it was um, an eight-foot by eight-foot office. It was a storage closet. I was bankrupt. And when I say broke, I mean broke like you don't even know. Not mm -hmm. enough money in my pocket to buy a cold soda whenever I used to drink soda. Uh, it was drink out of the faucets in the bathroom if I was thirsty. Driving a 13-year-old car, five-room apartment in the city with a wife and young kid. Yeah, it wasn't so fun. Things weren't good. So then when I built my practice, it was my third job. I was still working at night as a musician. I was doing full mouth reconstruction dental technology as a dental technician in the daytime, managing a dental lab, and then building my practice. But 20 hours a week, uh, seven days a week for about a year. And uh, I didn't know what I share with people now is that when I coach them. So I was just spinning my wheels. You know, I wasn't really getting anywhere. If you ever remember what that was like when you just keep trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. But my perseverance, my, you know, good work ethic that I was brought up with uh, allowed me to just keep going, keep going. But I could have saved probably somewhere between five and 10 years off my growth path if I had proper direction which is why when we do coaching, it's so beautiful, right? We see people's time frame change tremendously. 
Yeah. So then, okay, now it's my fourth, no, not even, my third year in practice. I'm speaking at Harvard Medical School. Um, still in that eight foot by eight foot office. Then Dateline NBC contacts me, and I get on Dateline NBC three appearances over ten months, where I help the pastry chef release forty pounds. They filmed in that office. <laughs> I was so broke, I didn't have a suit. I was wearing first slacks <laughs> and some skinny old tie. I found them in my closet. I mean, it was bad, you know. So uh, it went from there to now. Uh, that was in 2003 and 2004, that Dateline stuff. And then it was Shape Magazine, Forbes Magazine, Canadian Living, you name it. I was on a TV show or in a magazine or a newspaper. And now people in 75 countries use something I've created or developed. Yeah. That's the short story. <laughs> That's the short story. But I remember those days and I, I remember the whole thing. So yeah. I'm, I cheer you on, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, we get what we give, so that's why yeah. you can share it. Okay. So let's just talk a little bit about how you see hypnosis then. How do I see it in general or how I see it? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's your perception of hypnosis? I've been, you know, getting the people listening to have everybody's little okay. input of what they believe. Well, I truly believe if you understand what we call hypnosis, the process we call hypnosis really is then you understand it's omnipresent. Mm. Self-fulfilled prophecies. What the hell is that? It's a thought you had that got met, that got uh, fulfilled. It, it, it came to fruition. So mm. there's personal influence internally. It's called self-hypnosis, self-influence. All right, so let's change the word. Let's just say influence, persuasion, or power suggestion, which is advertising. It works, right? No, everybody owns everything they said they were going to buy because they wanted to buy that thing. Nobody's influenced at all, right? <laughs> Have you ever seen the engine of a car in a commercial? No, but you go buy <laughs> that car because it's emotional. That's influence and that's hypnosis. So we're responding by either doing something or creating a change or some outcome through a suggestion, be it verbal, uh, you know, auditory, um, or visual in an image, or just words that are just visual, not heard. And um, in a trance state. But the thing people don't get, as we both know, is that trance state part, right? Yeah. I, met, I remember I made a cassette tape, so this is a while ago, <laughs> for a gentleman I used to work with who was in the special forces. When he and his buddy took a break, they used to go to a, take a town in Mexico and just take it over, vacation for a week, and then leave. But when he heard my cassette and I said, you're entering a deep state of trance, he said, yeah, you can take this back. There's no way you put me in a trance. I'm like, really, tough guy? Really? So people don't get that word, right? But all it is is when we're not thinking. So we have trance states when we're zoned out, spaced out, drift off, just talking to somebody. Yeah. They'll go, hey, Tom. You go, what? What did I just say to you? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I was just talking to you right in your face. What were you thinking? You go, nothing, because you weren't thinking. So we do this all the time. Those are the moments that were an open hard drive. So the mind that's in control of everything, what we call subconscious, below the surface. These are just words we use now, folks. We may find out none of this is true. But for what we know now is what I say to everybody. For what we know now. Okay? So for what we know now, I consider that the hard drive. And your conscious thinking mind's the keyboard. And the keyboard doesn't do much to run the, hard, the, the computer. But the hard drive doesn't think either. 
if you corrupt a file, it's going to act with a corrupted file. And that's why we do the work we do, so we can access the hard drive to save people tremendous amounts of anguish, frustration, suffering, limitation, and to reconnect to who they are. Because that's what I found also. It's never adding anything. It's always taking away what's in the way, right? Yeah. And to reconnect to everything that was there in the beginning. Yeah. So hypnosis, it's all, all, all the time. It's omnipresent. Anytime you're influenced, persuaded. Anytime somebody says something, you go, hey, you know what we should go do what? Why should we go do that? Well, because so-and-so told me, well, that was the power of suggestion. That was a hypnotic moment. But people would never think of that as hypnosis. But it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very well explained because, you know, I mean, I've explained this, but when someone else explains it, people can have a different perception. Yeah. They see it from a different angle. And I, I thanks. That was really good. Thanks. So um, I'd like you to do what you want to do now. Just go wild. I want, I, I want to Just shake chat. people up. I want to grab people by the collar and shake the <laughs> hell out of them and wake them up. I mean, there's so many things I could share. How about this? Let's make this real simple, folks. Stop looking and searching and seeking outside yourself everything you think you need. Life's an inside job. Life starts from the inside out. We hear it all the time, but you never got it. You never put two and two together. As you think, so you are. Thoughts become reality. Watch what you wish for. You just might get it. Your wish is my command. What the <laughs> hell do you think all that means? It means as you think, so you are. Your thoughts are going to become real. And people don't get this. And it's as real as the law of gravity. You know, universal laws that people don't understand at all. Laws of cause and effect. You know, law of abundance, law of attraction. These are as real as the law of gravity, and you don't have to know how gravity works. I don't know how it works, but I honor it. I respect it. I don't know how the law of attraction really works. I mean, I get the concepts and the principles from a little bit of quantum study, you know, quantum physics and quantum mechanics and such, but not enough where I can even sit and talk with somebody at length about it, but enough to grasp these concepts and ideas, right? Everything being energy and thoughts are powerful energetic forces and thoughts actually like a boomerang. They'll bring back to you whatever you put out. But there's so many subtleties and variables involved in the processes. So what I tell people is when you start managing your thoughts, you'll start managing your life. But the other problem, too, is everybody's value has been changed from when we change from who we really are which is children. And externally, again, is where they look for all their validation and their value. Really? There is not one. My old man used to say it like this. I asked him once how my name's Nicoli, and I'm not Catholic. <laughs> well, you have to know my dad to understand this story. But he was a badass. <laughs> At 24, he brings a 17-year-old girl he's been dating and he's engaged to and he wants to marry her. As he said, this is, this is heavy duty. This was Roman Catholic. But th- this is back in 58, 50, yeah, 58, and uh, 1958. And the priest is kind of like, like berating my mom because she's not Catholic. My father said, Father, 
you're two words from getting knocked right on your ass. So he said to me also what he didn't understand was how I tell this guy my stuff. And all of a sudden he has a direct line to God. He goes, what do I need the middleman for? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. So what we don't understand is we have that direct link. People call this, this intelligence, like I just used this simple example. How did that tree come out of an acorn? You take it for granted. How did the acorn even get in the ground to root itself? That's what I call God, that intelligence, that energetic brilliance. You know, the source of all, all will be, all ever will be, that's energy, right? Yep. It's not a physical being. It's not some freaking white guy in a beard in the sky. My God. <laughs> it's an intelligence, but it's in us. And that's what people don't get. It's inside. What do you think creates new cells within one to three years? Everything but your heart and brain have new cells. Yeah. Well, we, would, we wouldn't die if the heart and brain generated new cells, right? Where do they come from? What breathes you? I ask people all the time, what breathes you? Like, well, my body. How does your body know to breathe? Where's that brilliance? Where's that intelligence that knows how to run your, your brain chemistry and your nervous system and all your physical functions? And I mean, come on. People are so dopey. So <laughs> it's inside of us, right? Hey, I was yeah. the biggest dope walking, believe me. That's why I'm a great coach because I tell hypnotists, I made every mistake you'll never make because mm-hmm. I had a lot of testicular fortitude to really go out on a limb. And then I'd go, oh, I better run back to the trunk before this thing cracks and I fall and kill myself. So okay. I always made the mistakes, and that's why I learned as much as I have, right? Okay. I, we have to go to break here. So um, that comes so fast, doesn't it? So we'll okay. see you on the other side, and we can continue or go to the next level. Okay, thanks. See you then. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back. And we're just going to head right back to Tom Nicoli and ask him what he thinks. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> All right, so we just left off with life being an inside job. Now yeah. let's take it to the outside and what people need to start doing. Now, truthfully, if everyone wraps their head around this concept, it will help them tremendously. And that is, we were who we are when we were children. And then every whack job called an adult gets in our way. <laughs> Think about it. They were fine when they were children. It's a pure hard drive, right from source. Yeah right? Mm -hmm. Then people who have not even done well, people who aren't even healthy, people who are broke as hell, people who have issues like there are no tomorrow, then start telling you how to live, how to be, how to think, how people are. And we don't stop and say, but look at the source I'm hearing it from. Oh my God. Instead, we don't know better. So we go, oh, I won't, I can't. All right. Then you get to spend the rest of your life getting that stuff out. Think of it that way. Never let anyone else hold the pen while writing chapters of your life. So this is your life. They were given one too. Shame on anyone who butts in. Mind your own spiritual business. Focus on your life. Like I tell people, you do you and I'll do me. And you stay out of my space unless I invite you in. Anyone that gets that right and you get that attitude, they'll start making changes in life and start living freely. I tell people all the time, and when I tell my mom this, she just rolls her eyes. I say, you do know I tell people I already have a mother, and I don't listen to her either. And she goes, I know. <laughs> I, don't listen. I stopped listening to my parents a long time ago because I see it differently. I don't owe them anything. I tell my folks, I only do what I do for you because I like you. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't do what I do for you. End of story. We're not obligated because of labels and names. We're all single individual forms of life from the same source. So you have no leverage over me. You have no power over me. You have no anything over me. You're an equal. So my folks are colleagues. We're siblings in this one connected life, right? If we're children of the universe or children of God, how do you get more leverage than me? I don't think so. So when we take our life back, I have all my clients have this mantra, I'm taking my life back. The life that I gave up as a child when I didn't know better. I would have just told people, oh, I hope that's working out for you. And I would have went and been a child. (laughs) You want to talk about negative hypnosis, power suggestion, misguidance, misdirection? Wow. So to thine own self be true. And I talk about this stuff every single morning to my followers on social media. And every day they hear another message that reinforces the, their own focus on self. We see it all the time, don't we? Even in movies or on the airplane. If the oxygen mask falls, put yours on first, even if you were children. So just because you're a parent doesn't mean you stop focusing on self first. So it's self first, not selfish. 
You can't pour from an empty cup. I mean, come on. The phrases go on and on and on and on. If mommy is not happy, nobody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is self. When you're right, you'll do everything right for everyone else. It's like a financial advisor. You want somebody, someone pulling up to your house in a, a 10-year-old car that needs fixing and bad shoes and a lame you know, suit, and they're telling you how to invest your finances? I don't think so. So you must, I believe, not must, but you should, or it helps you more to be the example of your work. I mean, come on. So if I'm saying, here's a way to look at things, here's a way to act, but yet I let other people tell me what to do, well, this is hypocritical. And a lot of people out there who are hypocrites telling you something and they're not following it. And if what I share is so good, why aren't I using it? Well, I do. Like one woman asked me, she goes, you listen to your own hypnosis audios? Like I'd have to be dumb not to. People in 75 countries have written me stuff saying how great their responses are. So I should say, well, let me listen to that stuff I made. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that's for me, that's the major thing. I always talk to hypnotists about walk the walk, talk the talk. And if you are there, we all have issues come up in life. Use your tools. We've got great tools. And that's the other part, right? We're all people. People have issues. Yeah. So be aware, no matter who you listen to, because we're all people. We're all people. But the person you listen to, I think it's better if they actually have applied what they're teaching. Like that gentleman in England once said, not all football coaches played football. Like, yeah, but the ones who did the plays listen a little differently. Yeah. You know, so ignore everybody. Be very selective in the time you give to anybody, Mm -hmm. the attention and energy that you release and and give. And realize that it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. It's not selfish. The people who say it is, well, they're selfish and they're trying to suck your energy from you. So they're energy vampires. When the secure people would say, well, of course she should do that for herself. Of course he should do that. I would. And, and, and love and support you even in your differences. So everybody has their own path, their own life, their own deal. And they're supposed to work on that while you work on yours. Yeah. We're given this permission at birth. So use it or don't. But I'll tell you what, the people who start connecting and taking their life back, oh, yeah. Oh, you wake up a lot better every day. <laughs> <laughs> Life becomes a lot easier, I have to say. Right? Yeah, it's much easier. Yeah. Or I just give them a nonverbal suggestion. Like, <laughs> I just give them that little <laughs> they twitch of the, they of the didn't lips. See, like, yeah. yeah, right. I was going to say, the radio, they didn't see that. but <laughs> yeah, It's that look of, yeah, right. And you can put in any other words you want. <laughs> Very dismissive look. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, this is it, man. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is all there is. Suck it up. Make it simple. Take responsibility and realize that you're doing things for three people. The part of you who didn't know better, the part of you got steamrolled, the part of you that got misdirected, the part of you that everybody said, you should do what I believe you should do, not what's right for you. Well, that child couldn't wait to get older, couldn't wait to tell people to shut up. Couldn't wait to just dismiss people. Okay, now it's time. Because the present moment self isn't dealing with any issues or it doesn't have the issue. The present moment self is dealing with issues that a younger part started. 
So it's like pain. You can observe pain in your body, but you're not a pain. Before I used to be in the pain. Now if I have any, I just observe it and realize, oh, there's this comfort in part of my body. But I'm here and I'm just observing it. So I'm disconnected, detached. Well, we have to attach and reconnect to the inner child because we're the only ones that can now do what that child couldn't do and was waiting to get old enough to do. Then there's the present moment self who will feel a lot better when you start stepping up. And also the future self is saying, please don't arrive with the same crap. So these are the three people, me, myself, and I, right? My past, present, and future selves that I wake up every day and work on. And then when I arrive, I love it when I wake up and I didn't do something the night before, like eat something or whatever. And I say, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Or I don't feel like exercising, but I do. And I'm in the shower going, thank you. And I know I'm going to feel that way. So in the moment, I just get that little oomph. I take action. So this is the deal, folks. You're your own. What are you going to do with it? No excuses, no reasons, no blame. Or I said the other day in a video in us, I said, all right, it's not your fault. And I tell my clients that about weight loss. I go, well, you tell me the day you woke up and said, my ass gets bigger and I feel worse about myself by the end of the day. And they go, well, never. I'm like, yeah, see, it's not your fault. You never consciously did this. However, it is your responsibility. So everyone gets a clean slate. Everyone gets a do-over, which every second is. There's no guilt, no blame, none of it's your fault. Now what are you going to do? Because it's your Guilt and blame are both waste of time. Well, it's your responsibility. You know, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Totally on the same start. Point. Come on. What are you going to do, folks? Except that you are Tom Nicoli from Boston and you got that East Coast attitude and I'm West Coast laid back and gentle. But you give it to the vets. Hey, I love it. That's I good. grew up with guys who never raised their voice and they would say something like, did you hear what I had to say? Yeah. You're like, oh, Jesus. Like those guys. I grew up with yeah. them. They didn't raise their voice and they were gentle no. until they weren't. Until <laughs> they weren't, yeah. Well, actually, parenting's a bit like that, right? I mean, uh, lots of times I would never yell at my kids, but if I got quiet, they all right. <laughs> they all knew they better listen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's true. And you know, we got a few minutes left here, so I really, I really like this whole part of taking responsibility. I can yammer about it constantly, but from getting it from you is from a different, slightly different perspective, yeah. and it's very well uh, addressed. So well, that's great. Know, I, so and us, when I went and managed the dental lab, here I was about 20 years younger than some of the employees. And when I, you know, laid down the foundation and how it was going to be and all that at a meeting, the owner said to me, you do know I've told them that a lot, right? Go, yeah, but you know the difference, Mike? It's coming from me, not you. So it's the same thing. And they'll say, no, Mike never said that. Yeah, he said it year after year after year. Yeah. So yeah, that does happen. And sometimes the person wasn't ready to hear what was said and they think, no, that's the first time I heard that. <laughs> well, there's such a thing as compounding too. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so I kind of like it when you do it. And sure. uh, you know, I've had very guests on this show and we all look at it from a slightly different perspective, not much, but mm -hmm. there's a slight difference. And this is what I want people to know that hypnosis is not one thing, Oh God! but it's oh. hypnosis is, is everywhere and it's everything. Yeah. It's like breathing. Yeah. You no, know, it's there. That's like saying there's only one form of advertising that will work. No. There's only one form of communication. No. Well, communication is taking a back seat because there's no 
sound now. There's no tone. Yeah. People don't get this, and they're caught up in now. They don't even type words. There are pictures. Yeah. And I'm supposed to know what you mean. People go, well, you know what I mean. No, I don't. No, I really don't. And I'm not going to assume I do because I think you're a knucklehead. That's what I think. So why don't you just express yourself for a change? <laughs> and that's another thing, right? Expression. People repress themselves when there's only one. Do you know that the odds of a person being born are 400 trillion to one? 400 trillion to one. And yet, I think I'll just piss this life away. Really? Wow. Uh, we're down to our 30 seconds again. So let's tie this up. And so now when you realize how valuable you are, <laughs> now ask yourself what you're going to do with your life. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, with that note, we're going to go to break. We'll I see you on the other side. Way to leave them. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one -on -one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, everybody. And we're going to head right back to Tom Nicoli with the Boston In Your Face attitude, which I'm loving. And so just back to you, Tom. Well, I'm glad you like that attitude. You know, we all have a main way of being, right? A main theme, a main style, a main personality. But the beauty is when you're able to adapt to what that client needs. So I really love it when I get the opportunity to be just more caring and loving and gentle and all of that, but yet still have to be 
honest and firm, but sometimes uh, I'll use this gentleman, Ray Tassanari, as the example. When I was managing people in the dental lab, my people skills weren't developed yet. It wasn't really good. <laughs> so I had everyone come in the office one at a time and just asked, you know, their point of view, though, I was still going to do whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> one gentleman says, hey, Tomas, you punching me right here. That's what I need. And I went, okay. So sometimes you have to do that. But if I hit you between the eyes uh, like bad cop, I'm going to be good cop to catch you also as you start to fall. Because the thing is, a lot of time is wasted in personal change by not being honest and direct. People don't have whatever it is personally to manage a session to get in there. Do you know there was a time I didn't start a session until you were crying? <laughs> I'm not joking. They were already in deep hypnosis. You didn't have to do much by then. That's right. Because <laughs> I knew if I opened you up emotionally with just a few questions, it's questions you don't ask yourself. People go, well, I don't go there. Oh, we're going there. Maybe we're a light and a chest protector. Maybe we're just going, right? <laughs> but we've got to go there. So the time that I save by asking Questions that will pry you open. As a matter of fact, when I did that gig, it was a masterclass at the National College of Hypnosis and Psychotherapy. And then Sean asked me to do a presentation. I got tired of presenting the same stuff. So I wrote something on the plane, just a one-hour presentation. It was called Feelings, the Entry into the Client's Issue. So I had this gentleman come up. He was young. I thought he was too young to be an MD, but he was an MD from Pakistan. And he was homesick. So I had him start thinking about what was making him homesick. And he started to tear. And I just said, then I looked at the audience and I said, where the hell is my induction? <laughs> induction is he's feeling, he's not thinking. So this is what you know I used to do. Now I, I know I don't have to get you to that point, but I am going to ask you questions that are going to get uncomfortable, but this is the problem. People want to be comfortable. That's not where change happens. When they say they're in a comfort zone, I say you're in a rut. <laughs> when did we ever do that? When naturally did we get to fourth or fifth or sixth grade and go, Hey, I got this. I'm staying. I know the teacher. I know this room. I'm the big guy. No, you would have thought you were being punished if you couldn't continue on. But somewhere along the line, people got to fifth grade and said, this is good, but you look like an ass because you're an adult in the fifth grade. You need to keep going, man. You need to start stepping into the rest of your life. So people who resist change, it's so dopey. As Wayne Dyer once said, somebody said to me, you haven't changed a bit. And he said, that's impossible. <laughs> I have new cells. Since you've seen me, I have new cells. How can I not have changed? Yeah. So for people to resist change, it's resisting nature. It's resisting the natural process of all, right? Yeah. However, on your own, folks, I'll tell you this. Your mind keeps you out of there. It's doing you a favor. Survival is the primal program on the hard drive. We run from pain. We seek pleasure. That's why people do it's familiar. That's what they mean by comfortable. Well, this is familiar. So this is comfortable, and it doesn't threaten me in any way. Oh, that's good. However, with the right person, it's like going through the jungle. Picture this. You're going through the jungle. You know there's an oasis. You've heard of it. You've experienced it a couple times. You haven't connected to it, though, and you, you, you can't remember how to get there again. And the jungle is quite scary. And all you have is a machete, and you're like, you know what? 
I, I, I can't get there. But when you have a guide who knows the way in, who has two machetes, well, it's going to be a different trip. So on your own, I get it. I get it. You don't know what you don't know. But that's why people who like us, who are helping people around the world, who have gone through the years and years and years of information and trial and error and self-application, we finally can change the, that learning curve for you because we went through the time and effort, right? Yeah. And that's uh, why coaching is now running second for generated income to IT. Internet technology is always going to be, right? Yeah. At least for a long while. But that's how coaching has boomed because people know it's a lot easier, a lot faster, a lot better when you have somebody who can guide you rather than doing it all on your own. Yeah. You know the deal. I do. And, you know, um, we both do sort of mentoring things and coaching things with people. Mm -hmm. And it's always to get them faster and past us, you know? It's we have an expectation of all the people that we train that they will get past us at one day. You would hope. Well, I hope so. And I think so. And I think because we're, they're starting quite a bit younger, most of the times, the people that I, I mean, I started into hypnosis quite late in life, um, even though I hypnotized my first person when I was 10. <laughs> but, you no, know, that's called charm. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, formally hypnotized, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But that was great. So I am. this is what I want to get across to the audience so much. It's all about you. Yep. It's all about you, and you take responsibility. And I talked the same thing about the medical system. I say, get on your team. Don't be – just mm -hmm. sit back and be there. Mm -hmm. You are part of the team. Start taking responsibility and, and take some The team work. works for you. Because if you – the team works for you better if you're there. <laughs> but, uh, but they work for you. People think, oh, I got to listen to what they have to say. Yeah. You can fire them. That's a, a very old, culturally in the 50s and 60s, we were a little bit like that. I think we've moved beyond that. I like when it changed to question authority. Yes. <laughs> okay. So tell me, uh, we've been telling regular folks here what to do and how to think a little bit to move them forward into change. Is there anything else for those just regular people to listen to? Or you have any other tidbits to add to that? Well, Einstein had said, when you change the way you look at something, what you look at changes. Back to that influence, an image has an emotional association. Yeah. So when people get caught up in a feeling, they're focused on something, which something triggered it. And when you change the image of it, like say it's a person who gets under your skin you want to make the image so silly. Like it's like a commercial where the adult just turns into a four-year-old inside of a man's suit. Like the way a mom talks to a kid who says, I hate you and I'm running away. Okay. Don't get all upset. That's how you got to treat these knucklehead adults who tell you stuff. You go, oh, okay. Like you're patting them on the head going, yeah, you'll be all right one day. Instead of, hey, what they said to me, what are you giving them your power for? Change the image. Change the image you have in your mind of that thing that's upsetting you or bothering you. So this is one quick, real fast technique. Or just create some, I call them go-to images. Like, all right, there's one I just popped up. See, I'm picturing my son who has the same birthday as I, so next month he turns 27. But when Jesse was about three or four, he had that curly blonde hair and we used to 
play together all the time, just holding him. Well, that image I have is a go-to image. And there are a couple more that I have. And whenever something comes up where I don't like the way I'm starting to feel, first I address like, what's going on? Why do I feel like that? Because feelings have a meaning. Okay, then I just go to one of my images to feel however I choose to feel. So this, folks, is a way to live selectively, to live by choice, to live intentionally and on purpose rather than stumbling through life, hoping and wishing you feel better. And these are just some of the techniques. Uh, it's one simple technique of the many, many I share with all my clients because I want my coaching clients empowered. Will they need help along the way? Yeah. But I want them to be more independent and more empowered with these tech tools and techniques they can apply to their own because then when everybody's better, we go in the community, the community gets better. And then, you know, we can go out there in life and not have to worry about all these crazy ass people because they're all getting better. <laughs> okay. Now there's one more thing I, I'd sort of like to talk about uh, before we go to break again in three minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, World Hypnotism Day. We talked a little bit about it before you and I, but mm-hmm. we didn't talk to the pop, you know, the population mm-hmm. about it. So. I'd like well, to. this is a good example of um, what we call mainstream society becoming more welcoming. I mean, look how we welcome acupuncture. I graduated high school in 1977. Back then, we thought, they do what? They what? No, they don't <laughs> stick needles in you. Yeah, they do. Like, get out of here. Well, that's <laughs> how people look at us, right? Even maybe a little wackier. So the hypnotism <laughs> day was a thought that I had based on a post that I read and my reply to it. And then when people started talking about this idea I had, um, the most common phrase was, how come nobody thought of this before? Well, here's what I believe. Oh, somebody thought about it, but nobody did anything. That's the difference. Thank you for that Northeast attitude. See? (laughs) So I started this thing called World Hypnotism Day uh, in 2005. January 4th is World Hypnotism Day. It's been celebrated all around the world with low-cost or no-cost events. And the mission is to enlighten people and share the truth and benefits of hypnotism while removing the myths and misconceptions. So we can become as accepted as we're meant to be accepted and should be accepted, where instead of us being last, it will be the first thing people go to. Because this is the process that's going on when you're physically healing, the process that's going on when you come out of your low-level energetic vibration like a depressed economy, a depression in the road, or a depressed emotion, low, low level. So World Hypnotism Day has been a spark that ignited the attention that um, hypnotism is getting. And like I had said to you earlier, we have over 50 proclamations from mayors, lieutenant uh, governors, and governors in North America uh, proclaiming January 4th World Hypnotism Day. It was mentioned on ESPN on the Craig Ferguson Late Show in his monologue one year. <laughs> so, you know, with, with things like this, we'll get the recognition we deserve, and the process will be embraced as it should be. And those who embrace it sooner will benefit better. Yeah. And that's really the goal here with the show and with World Hypnotism Day is to get it out there and help people we're you know we're all about helping people and, and calling them on it and here we are down to 30 seconds mm-hmm. so i'll let you finish off any last minute sec- seconds you want well to i want to say thank you uh i want to say to everybody i had experienced what is called the simpson protocol it was a session i did with tim horn and it was fantastic and i don't sit with many people because 
you know, not not everybody is uh, at a certain level where you don't already know what they're about to do. Yeah. <laughs> but it was well, fantastic. Thanks. So, folks, check out the Simpson Protocol. Simpson I want to thank you for thank allowing you. me this time. But I also want to direct people over to Master Visionary. Don't Doctor. forget, we have one more section. So we're oh, okay. The more, well, well, that's good too. See, I thought we were done. I'm so used to this going by so quickly. I'm psyched we have more time. <laughs> good. So I'll we tell you what, more- when we come back, we'll share another technique for people. Okay, great. Thanks. We'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back. And this is our last segment today with Tom Nicoli. But I'm, so I'm going to go right back to him and see what else he's going to give you. Okay. Well, I had said we could share another technique. Now, believe it or not. Life is more simple than we really make it out to be. Anyone who has a very, very, very complex life, they're creating how complex and crazy their life has become. And and nobody wants to admit it, but this is the bottom line of it all. Now, some of the simplest techniques can be the most profound. And I first learned this technique using, you know, working with children because it works very well with uh, issues the children have. And then I started using it with adults and I couldn't believe what was happening. The simple technique is whatever it is you're looking to release, a feeling, mainly a feeling, let's say, okay? Every single feeling has an image associated to it if you just sit and observe. 
you know, ask and you'll receive the answers are within. So like, okay, what's that look like? And almost always people will say it's a negative color for the negative feeling, but you never know what could show up. Okay. So that's the first part. You also want to find out where that feeling is in your body because they're all feeling show up physically because you want to see if it's moving. Then we have that established. Then we take the opposite. All right. So if you have anxious anxiety, you're anxious and that's a uh, dark brown, black, whatever the hell it is, right? Whatever image it looks like, but mainly the colors all we're looking for. Now you take the opposite, which is peace, joy, calmness, all of that. So commonly it's yellow or blue or green as far as the good colors, right? And then uncommonly, I mean, commonly it's the negative is black, brown, and dark. So you take whatever the color is that's good and you wash out the color that's bad. Pretty simple. But the imagery you come up with is helpful. For instance, if it's blue, then I'll mention to people, so you're standing under a blue waterfall. We call it the blue planet because the water looks blue, reflects a blue color. You're breathing in the air. That's the blue sky. So the blue is in you, through you, around you. So we're just flushing out the negative color with the positive. Then after a while, you just go check the negative color and you'll find out the feeling has decreased. If you gauge it from one to 10, the number will decrease. And if it's in your body somewhere, you'll find it moved or you don't feel it the same way. And then what do you do to complete the exercise? You rinse and repeat. So sit down with any feeling. Don't wait till it comes up. Sit down with stuff that you know is in there. Your frustration levels, your unhappiness, and everything that follows. And go ahead, and even if it's a job you don't like, but you've got to go to, picture the feeling, see the color, then wash it out with the opposite. So when you go to that job, you won't have the same emotional association to it. It's powerful stuff. If you're only going to know when you apply it. Well, powerful stuff is whenever you do that internal stuff. Yeah. Anything powerful. going on internally. It's all about yeah. you inside, yeah. right? We've went, gone through that already. Anyway, so tell me a little bit about anything that you are doing at the moment, especially your coaching program. Okay. So my work was, was mostly straight hypnotherapy, consulting hypnotism. And over the time, you realize that we are coaching. You know, we provide a lot of coaching. So I got certified as a professional consultant and coach. And what I want to offer people that are listening, because, you know, here's what I truly believe in my heart. And, and plus, I mean, I, don't, I only tell the truth. <laughs> I've learned that it's a lot easier. And it's just too creative. It takes up too much of my creativity not to. So in the beginning of this year, I started a new program of personal and professional development coaching mastervisionary.com is the website. You can see videos there. You can read testimonials from people who are in the program. It's a 12-week program, and I do everything and anything the person requires for the person themselves to fix their issues. So we work on the person. So the stuff we're working on in their life or in their career or profession doesn't get sabotaged by the person. That's why it's personal and professional development. Or it could just be all uh, personal because – in three months, it's amazing what can be done. Folks don't understand, but we know what can be done in short time, though it is a process. That program, I only bring eight people a month into, and it's $5,000 program, but I reward action. 
you know what it's like. We travel, we do classes and seminars. Yeah. Some people who rather have gone to the, you know, the baseball game or the concert that night <laughs> or that weekend, they went to the beach while people were sitting in the classroom all weekend. Well, they should be rewarded, right? Acknowledged, appreciated. So I am going to give your audience the same deal that I gave my inner circle, people that have been working with me for years, have been clients or customers, where instead of $5,000, i will pay the first $1,500. So you just saved yourself $1,500. bucks. What are you going to do with it? Imagine <laughs> that. So I'll offer, and there's only three spots left for August. Okay. September, wanna, it's repeat the website again, too, even though Master, we will put it down below. Yeah, MasterVisionary.com mastervisionary.com good yeah. well that's great that's a gift thanks very well, much for that. you know your people deserve it and like i said it's only till the end of the month after that it goes back to the <laughs> well yeah because you know whenever we offer stuff i find if you leave it open too long everybody will not do it because it's procrastination to the end hey and if and if you see there's a deal that was left open too long they're not telling you the truth up front it was yeah. never scarcity. There was never an end time. No. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have maybe another five minutes or six minutes. So I'd right, like let's you dance, to dance, slow dance. Slow dance. Uh, okay. Let's do that. <laughs> I'd get it if I could get away with that. What would you like to talk about, my dear? <laughs> so, you know, Tom is one of those guys that he, he does everything. And when we go to the convention, I mean, he always had a, a great um, when you guys do what's that? Yeah, the jam, yeah, the jam. Saturday night, yeah. You know, you know, I had a profound uh, situation happen in that jam one year. Oh yeah. Well, I was going through a lot of my own stuff, like everyone else in the world. Sure. And uh, things had changed, and um, I was in there, and the lovely lady, and I can't remember her name, saying me and Bobby McGee. Oh, she got killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh. How About sad. Five, six, seven years ago. Oh, dear. She was awesome. But what Lisa. happened Lisa. was I was crying through the whole thing. Oh. It, it really triggered where it was. And I said, ah, that's where it is. And I went upstairs after and I did some work. Yeah. But, you know, so that was great. So, you know, you sometimes you think you're just doing entertainment. Mm -mm. Oh, I know that my blessing in life is... <laughs> healing on many levels you know yeah. my writing my speaking yeah. the work yeah. on one with people in my music and i guess now we only have a couple minutes left so i better tell everybody what's happening next week That'd what be is good happening hey what is happening next? you know it's very exciting actually i have a guy from brazil called rafael and baltresca and he is going to be teaching simpson protocol in, in um in brazil Nice. But he is incredible, and he has a vast-reaching kind of training of all kinds. He's really, in his English, of course, is impeccable. He teaches in, in Portuguese, mm -hmm. English, and Spanish. Wonderful. So this guy is really well-rounded, very intelligent. I just can't wait to see what he produces because I do know him and everything, but I haven't really ever sat down and talked about all these things with him. So I'm very excited about that. And so he will be here next week. And back to you. Let's just finish off and say goodbye. And I want to thank you. And any last little seconds you want to say anything to the, to the people or anything at all? No, you know, those seconds people can use to percolate everything they've just heard and they're starting to process. Um, 
they should take that time to just sit comfortably because sometimes doing yeah. nothing is doing a lot, right? Well, I want to thank you for the great show. It was awesome. I love your attitude because it's just pretty well opposite to mine. And I really... But we say the same stuff, don't we? Yeah, we do. We're definitely... And I have to go. See you next week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 